Laced Up Nation was really, really good, though. The Last Dance has ended. Episodes 9 and 10 finished off the series, and uh, man, it was just so quick. It, it, I really enjoyed the whole doc, but um, it was just way too quick. I think they should have just done it maybe one episode a week just to drag it out, especially because, like, what else do we have to watch, right? Like, what now what are we going to do with our Sundays? But, um, yeah, uh, let's get into these these two episodes. Uh, I, first of all, I think that these two, you know, I'm going to have to watch it again just to maybe to define this. But I think these were kind of my favorite episodes because they had so much basketball in them. They were kind of the ones that had, um, they focused on the actual games and, and the two, two series, three series pretty much more than the other ones. The other ones had a lot of off-court stuff, uh, a lot of background information from all the characters, which was really good. And I'm not saying that was bad, but I think that in this case, it was really important to highlight the two Jazz series and the two Pacers series. Um, and the other thing, the other kind of reason why is because th that I really enjoyed it, you know, is because this is kind of the... the, the the years that I actually remember from being a Bulls fan, from being an MJ fan. You know, those other ones, obviously I was alive, but I was not, I did not have the mental capacity to be remembering what happened when I was two years old, three years old. So it's also a nostalgic reason why I think these are my two favorite uh, episodes. But I, I think it was important to highlight that Pacers series because people really sleep and forget about that team, how good they were, how good Reggie Miller was at that point. And when you really think about it, it was probably, I think, the second time. And, and yeah, it was only the second time that they got pushed to seven games. And in this seventh game, it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, um, they're going to win this seventh game. Like, it was close. Reggie was balling. He was not scared. You saw the fight that they had, the brouhaha. <laughs> that was always funny to me. But um, uh, Reggie was not scared of him. Like, he, he had respect for him. You know how he, he never called him anything but Black Cat or, or Black Jesus or whatever. But he respected him, but he was not scared. And he truly believed they had the better team. And so it was really interesting to see those those um, uh, those games. And even though I knew that Michael missed that jumper, I think that was in game four or game five. I don't know. After Reggie hit the, hit the shot and Larry Bird didn't, didn't uh, celebrate because he knew they had enough shots and Michael ends up rimming out. It's crazy how that's how good Michael and that's how like the aura around Michael is. That's how big it is because... Even though we knew he was going to miss it, he shoots it and you're still like, you're watching the doc like, oh, man, is that going to go in? Yeah, so uh, I thought it was really important to highlight that series. And, and I'm glad they spent like a good time showing the actual basketball that. And then obviously the two jazz series are important because the first one is um, obviously they're going for the back-to-back, -back, but it has the flu game in there. Uh, it has Steve Kerr's shot, and so they, they tied in Steve Kerr's involvement and his, his whole background, which is, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a powerful story that he has. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I think you got to respect Steve Kerr, just uh, all the stuff that he's been through in his life. And I think people forget about, forget about that a lot. But so that, that, that one was important. And then obviously the last one, it's the last dance. It's what this whole thing is about. Um, his final season with the Bulls, the final championship. And wow, just, um, you know, those three series have a lot of important plays and a lot of um, great moments, ups and downs, back and forwards. Uh, but it's hard to find any 
any stretch, any little uh, couple minutes of a sport, like let alone basketball, but any sport, just a little stretch where one player really dominates and takes over the whole game. It's kind of hard to watch something greater or more impressive than what MJ does at the end of that game six in the 98 finals. Hits the shot, hit the free throws or whatever, one side, comes over here, steals the ball from uh, Malone, comes down, call me no timeout, which was the right call by the way, no timeout, into the push off, not push off, I think it wasn't a push off in my opinion. He touches him, but he doesn't push. Comes back. Just what a great moment. And I, it, whew, I get chills just thinking about it. And every time I watch it, it's just, it's just crazy. So I, I, I'm really grateful that these two episodes kind of focused on the basketball side. And they really, they, they let the plays develop. They weren't just showing the highlights. They showed you like the full plays and whatever. So <laughs> that was really cool. And that's why I think these two are, 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 Right now, probably my favorite episode so far. Although, you know, the the um, uh, the uh, uh, the music has not was not that good in the last two. I thought it was really good for the first eight episodes. The music was not that great for these for these last two, and I think that had to do with just kind of with the uh, the storylines not being there as much. Um, shout out to Rodzilla, Rodzilla, Zilla. <laughs> Man, I I just keep thinking like how. How could that have, how could that, or how would that be taken or received nowadays? Like what player do you, can you think of that would actually do something like that? That would get a pass like that in the middle of the finals going, you're gonna go become a wrestler? Oh my goodness, whatever. Anyway, shout out Rodman. Um, the next thing I really wanna get into though is the food poisoning, okay? The food poisoning game, the flu game, you know, we always knew it as a, food, as a flu game, but I think for a long time, it has already been like rumored and kind of known that he wasn't, he didn't have the flu. It wasn't quite sure, nobody was quite sure what had happened, but it was, I thought it was already proven that he didn't have the flu. So a lot of people now are like, oh, we finally get it confirmed, this and that. I don't know, I, I think that, uh, I think it was probably, pretty common knowledge that he didn't have the flu he had some type of food poisoning or something else now let's go back what the story is actually right now Michael Jordan basically confirms that he ordered a pizza from some random pizza place the only place that was open at, at 10 30 and he eats the pizza all by himself nobody else in his room eats it and then he wakes up at like 2 3 in the morning just throwing up and and that's basically what caused him to be sick. And Tim Grover is in the in the doc explaining how it was super weird, weird that five guys came and they were already knew who, that it was Michael Jordan. They kind of wanted to either get an autograph or get like a sneak peek, uh, you know, just, just to see him or whatever. And so they're kind of insinuating that these guys purposely poisoned him because they knew it was Michael Jordan and he was in Salt Lake City. And so basically, Michael Jordan was poisoned. Not just got food poisoning, but he was actually intentionally poisoned to try to ruin his game and try to debilitate him for that game. Um, before I say tell you what I think about that story and what I think actually happened, regardless, he was not right. He was sick. He, something was wrong with him that day. And to go out there and do that performance, I know there's a lot of guys that, that have probably performed under similar circumstances um, 
and maybe sometimes, you know, sometimes a physical ailment is not as hard as a mental ailment. So I know a lot of people have, have played, you know, after, you know, Isaiah Thomas played out right after his sister died. Um, a, lot, a lot of things. So I, 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 although I think it was impressive, you know, I, I think it, it's, uh, it's not any more impressive than somebody else playing. But the, the thing is that it's Michael and it's in the finals, right? So with the pressure and all of that. So that it was, it, it's still a really impressive game. Now, I do not believe this whole story of like these kids, basically these young guys at the pizza parlor coming and intentionally poisoning Michael Jordan. Because I don't, I, it doesn't even really make sense to me that like, Okay, Michael Jordan didn't call him, right? He didn't pick up the phone and call and order the pizza. Somebody did that for him, right? We gotta believe that. So if I'm that person, am I really like, hey, this would come, come give me this food if it's for Michael Jordan, like make sure it's good. Like I'm not telling them who it is, right? So I don't think they knew. So maybe they knew that the Bulls were staying at that hotel and somehow they knew what room Michael Jordan was in. I don't know, it's kind of like, very suspicious to me how they would even know what room it was in or or what room he was in or who the pizza was actually for but let's say they do i i just find it really hard to believe that these these people just like out of nowhere they, they like get the order and they're like okay we're gonna poison it right now we just have poison somewhere around here let's put it all over this pizza and let's give it to michael jordan i just i, I don't know that doesn't seem like too much of a believable story to me I think one of two things could have happened. I think he either was just genuinely food poisoned on accident. You know, they put some, the meat was bad or whatever. Something something was like just accidentally wrong with the, with the uh, food. Or the other thing was that there's always been this rumor that Michael was hung over and just partied super late that, that night and just got sick and was just hung over basically for the game. Now that one I tend to believe more than the 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 food poisoning, being food poisoned intentionally. But um, at the same time, it's like, who was he partying with? Like, where, where was he really gonna be going? Like if he was at a casino or something or at bars, I don't know the scene in Salt Lake City, but if he would have been somewhere there, somebody would have seen him and somebody would have reported that. But there's no stories about that. So maybe he was just partying in his room. I don't know. That seems more likely to me than than getting intentionally poisoned. Um, ultimately, I think the most likely scenario is that he was just accidentally poisoned. But uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? What do y'all think actually happened with that story? Uh, the last thing is that, okay, I've talked about it a couple times here on this little last dance reaction videos that I don't think that there's any way that they could have won eight in a row if he doesn't retire that first time because he was just too burnt out. The pressure had gotten to him. There was just, uh, he just needed a break. He needed a mental break with, with all of the media pressure, all of that, with his dad dying, with him losing the passion for the game. I think that that was the right decision for him. Now, at the end, at the end of 98, I think that the best thing for Michael and for the Bulls and everybody was going to be to try to do it again for one more year. Try to go for the seventh championship. Try to go for the fourth in the row. Try to go for that 99 championship. I I do not think it's a lock that they win that one because obviously we had seen them struggle with Indiana. 
okay, the Jazz were were um, were were still gonna be good, but you know the Spurs were starting to be good with David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and then the Knicks were starting to be a different team. So they they were the ones who actually went to the finals. The, and Miami was good at that time too. So the East was gonna be really really tough. And so I don't know if it's a guarantee, but I think that the best thing was to, the best thing would have been for them to try. And I think ultimately us as fans are the ones who who get like deprived of that. But imagine like what Mike and he said it. It's maddening to him that he didn't get that chance. It probably it's not. Ne he's never gonna be okay with it. He's never gonna be okay. He eats at him. And you know, Reinsdorf is always gonna say like, oh well, you know, how how much would I have had to pay on one year contracts and this and that. But I, I, I feel like if I, I feel like I agree with Michael. If everybody would have been caped together and said, okay, let's do it just one year. Let you know we've already done all this. Let's do it one more year. I think there's a way to work it out. Yes, it would have been hard, especially with Scottie Pippen's contract and what ultimately happened with him and all that, and the tension between Phil and Jerry Krause and Jerry Krause and all the players. But for for one more shot at the title, for something that. You know who? Only the Celtics, only the old school Celtics had ever have ever done four in a row. That if you get to eight, there's only those old school Celtics and you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I, I really wish that could have happened, and I think that was the right thing to do. It was wrong that they didn't get to do it. But you know, there, there's a whole bunch of other situations and uh, circumstances that that uh, may have not allowed that to happen you know that 99 season was a shortened season some people say that uh, that benefits a older team because there's less games there's only 50 games but then again you're playing them in more in a more condensed uh, timeline so you're playing more games more rapidly so you might actually be more fatigued even though you're playing less games the other thing is michael jordan actually cut his finger opening a cigar Go figure, he was smoking a cigar. He cut his finger open that supposedly required, required surgery. He was out for like two months. So would he have been able to recover and got his game back to the tip top shape that he would have needed? For sure at this point, because they were kind of declining at that point to beat all the people in the East and then to beat whoever came out of the West, San Antonio in this case. So it, a lot of circumstances, we don't know for sure, but I think it would have been really cool and it would have been right to see them try to go for one, one last uh championship well that's uh that's pretty much it for 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 the for the reaction videos we do have one more video coming out one more podcast coming out about the last dance i'm going to be joined by a couple special guests and we're going to be going over our overall reactions and takeaways of the whole documentary and uh yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be talking about maybe getting to the GOAT debate, get, getting into uh, what this means for other documentaries going forward. You know, that Kobe one is going to come out. That one, you know everybody is excited to see. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for rocking with me. Thank you so much for supporting us, the channel, everything, likes, shares, everything. Keep doing that. We really appreciate everything that we get from you guys. Um, what can I say? I love and appreciate y'all. Shout out Pete. Be easy.